are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Welcome, Hi. welcome, 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 welcome. Where am I? Oh yeah, three. Form. You almost have almost as many listeners in your welcomes. Oh, I know, man. No, we have thirty. <laughs> uh, uh, um, after a few months, we get thirty. <laughs> Well, we got almost uh, ten thousand two hundred downloads now, man. And they're oh, not listening to 10, the thousand shows. And they're not really listening to the newer episodes. They're going back in our catalog and listening to the older ones because the new one only got like nineteen, and the Who got twenty-two. I'm surprised at that, but fuck, I thought the Who would get more, but maybe people are tired of the fucking Who. <laughs> well, you're. You're talking to one person who is in that category. Yeah, but go listen to Who, man. That's a hoot of an episode. <laughs> yeah, what next are you going to do? Um, I figure that if it gets this bad, then when you do an episode of something so obvious, I might do a review of that same album, but the remastered version. <laughs> well, I didn't say. Well, this is the Freeform Rock Podcast, and you've already heard Lee, so there's Lee. Uh, okay, we got this. Yeah. All right, so our, our new thing is that we like to hear Lee be grumpy and what pissed the fuck out well, of him this week. Well, you might not be so happy because, well, I'll put it to you like this. I'm kind of over it now, but it's like in the last episode in the beginning when you mentioned, you know, this, you know what, what the performer is wearing... It's like I think, oh my god, why? I, I, I was going to text you and say, just please don't mention the outfit. Please don't mention the shirt, because that, that will embarrass me. Because if she hears it, she might go, oh, does this guy only like me for my clothes? And then I might get a reputation for going to women's uh, shows just because I like how they dress, which isn't quite true. But it's like, you know, and then you, you did it a couple other times on other... Um, episodes when it's women who I really like and since then I haven't really had too much contact like they haven't really responded to me and I'm thinking I, I'm i on this show because I, I, I'm trying to push myself forward and get ahead but if I got a sleeve who's pushing me down because he's doing shit to embarrass me damn it that's I wasn't, how I felt I wasn't doing that to embarrass you your, your thing about I know, that. I know. It's it not bad at thing. all. Even Chris Daniels said, hey, man, you guys, like, slathered her with comments, so don't worry about yeah. that. You know? Yeah, in fact, I'm, I'm kind of, I mean, I am over it now, but at the time, when when we did it, I was so, like, 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 so awkward about it that I, I, I felt kind of disoriented, and I didn't even, <laughs> I, 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 I felt like, oh, what the hell? But, I mean, it's cool. I mean, I, I never usually mind when that's mentioned. It's just that I usually never mention it specifically on any person. And I thought that, that um, you know, you never know how they respond. But, um, you know, I might, if I do other women performers, I might do them on my show. And I'll just give you guys. But well, um, I won't say anything about about your fetish anymore. I'll drop it. No, you can. It's just that um, I I just don't want you to. I mean, I'm not going to police you on what to say. But I'm just saying, if we're talking about specific artists, 
you know, it's like I, I don't want to embarrass them unless it's a Sammy Hagar or Bon Jovi. Then I don't care if you talk about how sexy they look with their tucked in shirts or their tucked in sweaters because, hey, you know, that's fine. I don't mind embarrassing them because, hey, you know, if I see them, we might rub cheek to cheek. Oh, never mind. But, you know, hey. So, so plus, I, I, I sometimes said shitty stuff, you know, um, about, about people who you, you thought were cool. So, I'm, I'm guilty of the same thing. And you could have said you were pissed off about that stuff, too. So, anyway, I mean, it's all good. I was just saying that that's the one thing that did piss me off, and and but but uh, but another thing that, well, actually, I just kind of decided I'm not on Facebook that much now because I figured I'm I'm trying to do my writing and stuff and and staying away from doing all sorts of posts on Facebook is like now people don't have shit to say bad or, 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 or I mean because I want more people who agree with me on my friend list and it's hard I like I kind of like people who don't agree with me because if I sit there and listen to my own shit the whole day I'm never going to grow as a person I need freaking feedback I need people to fucking push me to limit me so I get people giving me shit because I like Sammy and I don't like Slayer and fucking, I, I don't yeah. know, man. I just can't, could never get into Slayer, but people say, I'm not a metal person because I don't like Slayer. You're fucking lame, man. You don't like mm. King Diamond. You don't like Merciful Fate. I'm sorry, man. I don't like the vibe they give me, and I don't like the singing. Fuck me. Yeah, Slayer hey, had a better voice, or freaking, what's his name? They voice is great on me. It's like freaking... Nate, he doesn't like freaking uh, Miles Kennedy, and I freaking don't fault him for that. You know, my friend Tim doesn't yeah. like Miles Kennedy. I don't fucking fault him for that. Fucking yeah. opinions are opinions. I'm not a freaking per se metal person. I just fucking love music. And basically, yeah. I do cling more to the harder side of the music, the hard rock metal side, and the thrash and shit. But fuck, I, I go listen to The Cure and Depeche Mode, Duran Duran, yeah. Madonna. I fucking listen to lots of different shit and some rap here and there. And fucking, I just want to give a shout out to Kanye West, man. Glad to have you in the in the fold, brother. Glad you turned over to Christian, and I hope you're sincere about it. That's it. I fucking hmm. love you, brother. I know he's not well, going to listen Well, I to hope it. God helps his career out and makes him do better music. He just made a gospel album, dude. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, um, I, I heard some parts of interviews with him where he's pretty smart so you know but what i'm trying to say is but if every single person you knew totally were against everything musically and whatnot that you were into wouldn't you think it's time to find some people who have some agreement well that's not true about you i freaking look at your say, I, look I don't at mind your i look at your comments i look at your comments you got no, a lot talking of about you i'm talking about no, because I wouldn't care. Well, no. As long as they're cool to me and not dicks. All right, well then you're better than me. I, I, I'm like, um, I, I, I can't get to that point. I mean, Dude, you I, get, I want you... at least one person who agrees with me, damn it, other than my own hand. You do, you have Chris Daniel agrees with you on everything. Oh. 
yeah, oh yeah, that's right, he's great. Uh, I, listen, I'm the kind of guy I, I like to bitch. And so um, I, I will say stuff regardless of if it's true or not. Because I'm, I'm just a bitch. So you, you, you got me started. But I'm not angry at you now. I'm happy because you got me in my good, angry mood. Yeah, so what you drinking today? I had vodka. That's why I'm happy. You know, I just... if I didn't... Listen, here's the thing. The reason I guess I felt so weird the last review was because I was sober. When I'm sober, I get very, very normal. And, and maybe that's wrong for the podcast. So I apologize for if I'm too normal sometimes. Ah, uh, shit. I'm drinking... I just had two Old Fashions, man. Oh, cool. And some... And, and, and no fucking... Rye. And no fucking Jim Beam. I had Bullet Bourbon, dude. Oh, I've never had that. Is that good? Oh, uh, yeah. It's freaking wow. great bourbon. Freaking expensive wow. as hell, I think, but fuck. Oh, shit. Yeah, fucking, um... Fucking... I don't drink too much of it. I just put, like, a, like two ounces in a glass and mix it with some simple syrup... And Is it bitters? like a hundred bucks a shot almost? Or no, what? I would never buy that. <laughs> oh, but, fuck but I, no. I, I, Or, you know, but yeah. Yeah, it's really good, but fuck. Dude, you have so many people agreeing with you. You have like two assholes that fucking just want to give you shit. Just to give you shit. And you freaking, you go, you get all hurt because of them instead of the ten people that like you. Well, that's, Yeah. Yeah, um, you know that's okay, true. Okay, And you I'm, know some I'm, people just give you shit because they love you. <laughs> yeah, oh boy. She gave me shit, and I and she gave me shit because she loved me, but it didn't taste as sweet as the honey. There's a new song for you. You should write that down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the honey yeah. tasted bitter after she gave me the shit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm drinking vodka. The reason I drink vodka, I mean, I like whiskey better. But yeah. the reason I'm drinking vodka is because it's cheap. Well, and Jim, I got Jim Beam is pretty cheap. <laughs> pomegranate, pomegranate juice with it. Oh, nice. You should try some, like, uh, pineapple. Oh, yeah, I like pineapple juice. Yeah, that's really cool. Man. I don't like it in can. I mean, tin cans. I like it in the bottles. Because with the tin cans, it gives me a, a bad stomach hurt. But, but if you get it in, like, either a paper box or a, or a glass bottle, then you've got the good juice. Glass bottles, man. Glass bottle juice rules. Yeah. And I remember, I remember Coke and Pepsi and all the good drinks in glass bottles, man. Those yeah. are freaking so good. And these people freaking green shit, they put everything in plastic bottles. Now, we used to take our glass bottles... Back to the frickin' liquor store and get 10 cents a bottle for them. So we fucking recycled before you fucking millennials. Fucking yeah. get over yourself. Fuck it. They gave us mo that money back now instead of ripping us off on this fucking CRV shit. We'd be at the store almost every day. Instead, we have to frickin' collect pounds and pounds of fucking metal and fucking bottles to get any yeah. sort of money back. Instead, we used to like take 10 bottles and get a fucking dollar. Man, you know, like I go to the liquor store with my bottle and I say it's it's empty of the alcohol. Can you please refill it? They go, we don't do that. I went, 
damn it, just take another bottle and open it up and fill mine. And they go, well, you have to pay. And now I don't have to pay. Get out of here, son. <laughs> yeah. I used to take those bottles and then they had video games in there and just play video games. <laughs> yeah. Actually, this now, now this is a true story. Me and my dad, before I was totally of legal age, but my dad said, if you're willing... If you're able to die for your country, you should be able to drink. And so he, he like, into that. And then so we would go to the store back in Fairfax, California, back around the 80s. So this is old time. Dad would say to me, what would you like? I would point to it, and he would tell the liquor guy, I would want, he said, I want to get some like this. And the liquor guy nodded his head and bought it. And then we went out. My dad gave it to me. And then we would sometimes walk down the street, go to a alleyway, and look at the store windows and take quick sips and then just keep walking. Those were good times. All right, I've that was cool your dad let you drink, man. I always say that if you're eight, old enough to die for your country, you should be able to have a fucking beer, you know? Yeah. My dad also was a good, uh, you know, writer. And uh, when he was really, really, like, toasted, he would remember, like, a song that he wrote, like a small little symphony he wrote when he was about, like, maybe nine or ten or something. That, that, that was like, he had to get so drunk to remember that, but then he would be like, this is my symphony I wrote when I was a little kid, and I'm like, wow. You know, mm -hmm. I never wrote it down for him. Nice. But, but, yeah, my parents were totally about the kids learning about music. That's awesome. Well... Before we get into, we're doing 20 songs by Tommy Shaw that we think you should hear. We, we picked mostly deep tracks. I think maybe I picked a hit here. And Lee picked a hit that uh, he wanted to play as a track of the week. So that's fine, too, because that's the Yeah, because I think it's better than all the other tracks we're doing. But I'm sorry. Ah. All right. But before we get into that, we have a new Lee song. Well, it's not new. It's from 2017. At least that's when the video was uploaded. Uh, yeah. It's, it's called E... Dot racer, so here it's eraser, he but but it's good that you mentioned the dot. But some people like there's a guy who does a does a scam a bait the scammer videos. They say um, type www dot so they go www dot and they go no www dot and then go www dot so. But, but it's supposed to be like instead of eraser, it's eraser. I got that, but I just wanted the fans to know that's what. Oh, okay. I know, I know, but but I'm also mentioning it for the fans. Because if I would have said eraser, they're, they're going to think it's called eraser. That's why I said it's called e yeah, dot yeah, no, I racer. Know. I know it's 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 cool that you mention it, and I only mention the rest just to show how the fans should look. Yeah, yeah but, it start but, but but no the fans are the dummies you're not so the uh the song Sorry. starts off most mostly instrumental which is pretty cool and then you start singing which is cool and yeah um, so let's get to it so here's e dot racer by the great lee gershman on the freeform rock podcast 
Ernest Parker grew up with cars was known as Eraser local and far don't turn your back on a good thing he knows how to swing remove him from your memory eraser returns happily now you know the score That was E. Dot Racer by Lee G Gershman. 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 Or Gershman. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm just playing around with people. You, you, who you can go. You can say Gershman. 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 That, that, right. That's the name of a prog rock group from Germany. So were you talking about a car racer or a guy on speed? Uh, I had thought about the cartoon speed racer, but um. I was just—I was drinking beer, and I—I I, I guess I was um, talking about a, a car racer, but I have to look at the lyrics because I, I think it was just—I think he just wanted to name himself after a car racer, but he himself wasn't a car racer. If I remember correctly, damn, I, I'll have to look at my own lyrics. But yeah, I think it was just he was known as. I guess he was on speed. Damn, you're, uh, it, damn, you're smarter than me, man. That's that's <laughs> that's that's frightening usually, but today I accept it. That's funny. Oh God! So we're gonna get into this. This music by Tommy Shaw, but before, let's give you a little biography of Mr. Tommy Shaw. Why don't we instead talk about parsley growing? <laughs> Alright. Tommy Roland Shaw, born September 11, 1953, is an American guitarist, singer, songwriter, and performer best known as the frontman and guitarist for the rock band Styx. In between his sticks, stints with Styx, he's played with other groups including Damn Yankee, Shaw Blades, as well as releasing several solo albums which we will we will fan through all his incarnations of Tommy Shaw even some sticks some damn Yankees some Shaw blades and we'll 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 cover mostly everything he's done except his bluegrass period because we don't this is a rock show not a bluegrass show uh, <laughs> all right Tommy was born in Montgomery Alabama and played with many local bands in his early years he left Montgomery after attending Robert E. Lee High School to join the Smoke Ring and MS Funk, a Chicago-managed outfit that he played for with three years, gave him a chance to be noticed by Styx during a two-week club gig in Chicago. After MS Funk disbanded, he went back to Montgomery 
to join a local group called Harvest with his childhood friends, which performed at the Cleek Kager's Cove in a local bowling alley. Following Sticks moved to A&M, guitarist and vocalist John uh, Korzyski suddenly left the band shortly before and embarked on a nationwide tour and frantic search for to find a last-minute replacement was launched. As a result of his previous experience with MS Funk in Chicago, Shaw got the call to audition for Sticks in Chicago. Shaw said, I got off got on the plane, went up there the next day, and they didn't ask me to play guitar at all. The guitar never came out of the case. Once Sticks had listened to Shaw's demo tape, Shaw had proven he could sing har high harmony on Lady He Was Hired. All right, well, let's get into his music. And you picked Shoes. S-H-O-O-Z by his incarnation in yep. Sticks. Why did you pick this song? Well, of all the songs that I picked, I can honestly give you a reason for that song. And that's because that's an actual good song. <laughs> and James J. Young, J.Y. Young, also co-wrote it. But, yeah, this, this was before Tommy Shaw became Tommy Shaw Light Ranch Dressing. This was when he was still spicy and doing some good stuff. <laughs> uh, but uh, this is Shoes by Styx, and it was released on the night his first album with Styx, uh, Crystal Ball. So here's Shoes by the great Tommy Shaw. I think he's great. I don't know about Lee. We'll get into that as the podcast rolls on. So here's Shoes by Styx from Tommy Shaw. Oh, 
That was Shoes? Fuck, what a killer track, man. Fucking, yep. fucking heavy as fuck for sticks. Yeah. <laughs> fucking love it. All right, and then let's get into one of my tracks, one of my ten tracks that I picked. And I picked Jealousy off the What If album from 1985. So do you have any comments on this song? Did you listen to um, it? I think that... Is this one of the ones that sounds kind of moody but interesting? Uh, all it, of the songs are moody and interesting to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so so this is one of those songs that slightly forgettable, slightly great, a little bit of boring and wonderful at the same time, like a lot of his stuff. And yeah, I would have probably picked this song. I would have picked anything over any song off of Cornerstone. You know, and so as long as anything's better than Cornerstone, I'm I'm cool with it. I have a question to ask. Solo wise I might not answer. Solo wise, this is a big debate. Solo wise, who do you think is better? Dennis T. Young or Tommy Shaw? I'll at least try listening to a Tommy Shaw solo album. The only thing someone can make me do with a Dennis DeYoung album is break it over my knee. The Desert Moon was a full shit show. <laughs> my god. But he did do an album a few years back called 100 Years From Now where he has the Tommy and JY uh, clones which is really good and sick sounding and really progressive. I really like that. Um, huh. Where, where can I find it so I can break it over my knee? I have no idea. But I think Tommy Shaw, has, has, I think Dennis is better in a group setting. I think that's why 100 Years From Now did better than what he did on Desert Moon. was just too 80s, too 80s for me. Not even stick sounding and too melancholy and like show tunes to me. Fucking, I hate show tunes. I like some show tunes. So, Diane, I don't know if you're listening, but I do like some show tunes. But, uh, hey, we should do a Peter Allen album. Nah, I don't even know who that is. Oh, uh, just listen. Just just go later on YouTube. Go to Peter Allen and the Rockettes do I Go to Rio. And, oh. and, you'll, be, and you'll be into it, man. All right. <laughs> <So laughs> and, and anyone who knows what I'm talking about are probably biting their nails right now. All right, so here's Jealousy off the 1985 What If album by Tommy Shaw on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
kick-ass jam what'd you think of that you already said you that you probably liked it <laughs> yeah yeah let's 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 not ask me anymore all right well let's get to your next track that you picked uh, the race is on from the girls with guns album from 1984 i think this was his first solo album what'd you why'd you pick this track i think this one was one of the few kind of sort of ballads that i was into I usually don't love really, really ballady ballads, but this one, I think, if I'm not mistaken, this one, this one had a good melody to it. It sounded like something that I'd be into. I don't think Tommy Shaw has ever made a song without a good melody on it. You freaking, the guy is very talented, very good songwriter, kick-ass lead guitar player that I didn't know till I saw him in concert. Who sticks in concert? That guy <laughs> plays most of the good leads. Yeah. Damn. Fuck, he could rule. And uh, so here's your. He'd be better on a Ted Nugent album, but go on. All right. Well, here's the song you picked. The race is on from the Girls with Guns album from 1984 in a freeform rock podcast.
Okay, that was the races on. We already talked about this. Now let's get to my next track, which was probably one of his biggest tracks off the Girls With Guns album. But I fucking love it so much that I had to play it. This is Lonely School. Did you like this song, Lee? I thought that at the time I thought at least it's better than Dennis Young. Anything was better than him. I didn't mind it. I, I, I thought it was a little weird, but I... I didn't dislike it. All right, so here we go. Here's Lonely School by Tommy Shaw and the Freeform Rock Podcast.
Okay, that was Lonely School. Let's get to the next track that Lee picked, and he picked This Is Not A Test from the What If album from 1985. And you picked this song, why? Uh, I guess for the same reasons I picked the other ones. Out of all of the wallpaper stuff that he does, this one had the sharpest colors. <laughs> all right, so This Is Not A Test by Tommy Shaw on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
Okay, that was This Is Not A Test from the What If Tommy Shaw record. Now we're going to get into another part of his career that I picked. You didn't pick any of this group, so I guess I pick it. We're getting into Damn Yankees, which he formed with Jack Blades and Night Ranger, Ted Nugent, of Night, uh, Ted Nugent and uh, the Amboy Dukes. And also uh, Michael Cardellini, who is now in Leonard Skinner, their drummer. And I feel this band is fucking awesome. I've seen them in concert twice, opening up for the uh, Paul Rogers-less uh, Bad Company, which I like that Bad Company. And I, I like both versions of Bad Company. I like the Holy Water album. I saw them on the Holy Water tour, tour oh. twice. And this is the title track from their debut album. It's just fucking kick, fucking hard rock ass. Ted goes off on this song. Fucking Tommy's voice is incredible. Jack Blades with the harmonies, man. These two are brothers. Fucking the way they sing together. So here's Damn Yankees, the title track from the 1990 album Damn Yankees. Here's Damn Yankees.
That was damn Yankees, damn Yankees. Did you like that track, Lee? The songs that I liked that I was possibly going to pick from that group were not the songs that Tommy Shaw sang. So that's the reason I didn't pick anything from his. So when you say a group kicks ass and does a heavy song, I sometimes question that. So <laughs> I'll pretend I like it just to be nice, but I really am going to say the jury is out on that one. Have you heard Ted's guitar playing on that song? Oh, my God. And the freaking harmonies. Hey, hey, damn Yankees. Oh, damn Yankees. That sounds like, oh, God. The guitar goes. Fucking Ted just screams on that song, man. Fuck, man, he should be... Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll let your listeners agree with you. <laughs> All right, well, let's get to your next track, which you picked off the Girls With Guns album from 1984. You picked in Come In and Explain. Why'd you pick this track? I think that one I actually really liked. That, that, that one sounded like something that, if I were in the studio and I heard it, I would come in and say, can I play on that? And they'd go, no. We already got everyone to play in it, then I would have to stand outside of the studio and cry and say, give that guy a fucking bottle and kick him out of here. <laughs> I think it's a really cool song, man. I like it. Freaking great pick, Lee. So here it is. Come in and explain from the 1984 Girls With Guns album by the awesome Char uh, Tommy Shaw. I was going to say Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm not on drugs. He's better. I, I mean Tommy Lee, Tommy Shaw, not Tommy Lee. All right, Tommy here we Lee Charles Sean. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's the great Tommy Lee with Come In and Explain from Girls With Guns.
Okay, that was coming and explaining off the Girls with Guns album. Now it's my turn again, and I'm sticking with some damn Yankees here, man. From the, the self-titled first album, I picked Mystified. I fucking love how this song starts off blues with a freaking... You don't have to love me, baby. I don't give a damn. You got the time, I got the touch. You know who I am. It's ain't about mystified, ain't no trending words. Ain't no use, no more abuse. You are my only one. And then the drums kick in. And with the freaking slide guitar by fucking Ted. I'm mystified, baby. Fucking what a great voice. You gotta admit, this guy has a fucking awesome voice. Do I? You have to. You know you love him. Uh, okay, his voice is good. Maybe not all the songs, but the voice. Yeah. You don't like the blues feel to this song with the slide guitar and the drums kicking hard on this song? It's better than anything off of Cornerstone, okay? Ah. Fuck, you hate Cornerstone, don't you? Uh, boy, um, I, I hate that more than Bon Jovi. Oh, shit. All right, well, here's Myst the great Mystified by Damn Yankees on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Hit and run. Ain't no use, no more abuse. You 
was mystified by a damn Yankees and now we get to Lee's other song that he picked the weight of the world from his out al- from his 1987 album ambition what did you think of why did you pick this track uh, I think the 
that for a song that has kind of wimp qualities to it, at least it's a heavy wimp. I, 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 I kind of dug... It's, it's one of the few songs that I almost didn't pick, but of, of the songs that I wouldn't pick, this one was the one that I liked the best. Uh, fuck, I remember I bought this album when it first came out, and I saw them open up for Rush. Saw him open up for Rush on uh, the Hold Your Fire tour. tour. Fuck, wow. he was good. Fucking great, and he played uh, Fooling Yourself, Anger Young Man, and back then he said, this is 10 years ago. Now it's fucking 20 years ago, over 20 years ago. But oh. fuck, he was really good live, and I did see him with Damn Yankees twice, so fuck. He's a really great performer. This is an yeah. awesome song. I love this album. I remember it was out of print. I found it, and I was fucking, yes. And now they just remastered it. So I need to get the remastered version. I love this album. It's so good. So here's the, and they also do a, ver, he also does a version of a Survivor song called Ever Since the World Began, which is fucking Ooh. awesome, too, on that album. So uh, check out Here's the Way to the World from 1987's Ambition by Tommy Shaw. Yo! 
Okay, that was The Weight of the World by Tommy Shaw. And then we get to my next track, which I'm going into the second album by Damn Yankees. Uh, Don't Tread from 1992. 15 minutes of fame. Fuck, I love the way this song goes. With the Ted freaking distortion guitar. Freaking get your 15 minutes of fame. Fucking great song. Uh, what do you think about it? That one was probably one of their better tunes. I think that in some ways it's kind of mm, cliche and sort of um, not 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 as great as some of Ted Nugent's solo work, which if we had picked Ted Nugent instead of Tommy Shaw, I would have had 20 songs and over that would have been my favorite. But we have to do this and for what it's worth, it's it's about as good as this group can get. Do I get all wah wah when you pick a group I don't really like? Like uh, I only got wah wah on one group, and uh, you know who that is. I know, but I I'm different than you. I'm I'm I'm, I'm I I'll have any excuse to cry. But we're not reviewing an album. We're just playing music on this one. It's a it's a refreshing break from us just reviewing shit. We're just but jamming. But you can't do a good artist. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Um, well, next time we'll, we'll do, do we'll do, we'll we'll pick a better artist, or you pick the better artist that you want to do. Actually, um, I'll put it to you like this: I like Tommy Shaw. I think he's good. I don't like a lot of his songs, but I like him. All right. So he's a good artist, but he just needs to keep doing more music till he finally gets enough songs that I like. <laughs>
know about that. All right, and then we get to the next track you pick called Friendly Advice from the 1985 What If album. Uh, so why'd you pick this one? This one um, was hit and miss for me as far as should I pick it or should I not? And I go, well, I'm not picking anything from Cornerstone, so I picked this. <laughs> you only picked one song from Sticks, except for your uh, your track of the week. So yeah. here, here you go. I think this is a cool, cool song too, man. So here's Friendly Advice by Tommy Shaw and the Freeform Rock Podcast.
Okay, that was Friendly Advice by Tommy Shaw from the What If album. Now it's my turn. And I'm sticking with some Damn Yankees here. And I think this is my last Damn oh, Yankees song. You. And I'm picking off the 1992 uh, album again, Don't Tread, called Dirty Dog. Did you like this song? I think I like some of crappy Aerosmith a little bit better, but, 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 uh, the, the, at least the title sounds like a 10th rate Ted album, so, so I'll let it pass. Fuck, I love this song, I like it, it goes, get back, you dirty dog, been messing where you don't belong, and I'm not one of your bitches, I fucking love this song, man, so here's a... Dirty Dog by Damn Yankees from 
That was Dirty Dog by the Damn Yankees, and now we're getting to your next song from the 1987 Ambition album again. You picked a lot of songs off Ambition. I'm kind of ha happy about that because I didn't have to pick any because I do love that album. But you picked all the ones I would have picked. So uh, I picked it because between that and Sticks, the solo albums had a little less shit. <laughs> I only picked one. I think I only picked one song from uh, Ambition. Uh, oh, good for you. Here's uh, Love You Too Much from the 1987 Ambition. Why'd you pick that song? Uh, I have no idea. I guess because it was better than the songs I didn't pick. Uh, you admitted to me that you love Tommy Shaw, man. <laughs> but, ah, man, okay. I, I, I love him. I'm, I'm sorry. I like all of the songs we've done. Uh, I know you're playing. I, I know you're playing. Now to shut up. I know you're playing your role in Grumpy Lee, but fuck. Okay. Here we go. Love You Too Much from the 1987 Ambition album by Tommy Shaw on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
Okay, that was a rocker and Love You Too Much from the album Ambition from 1987. So let's get to my next track, which I did pick a song off of, off of Ambition called No Such Thing. Hey, hey, hey. Okay. Right on. All right. So here's No Such Thing from the 1987 Ambition album on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
Well, there's no such thing as a perfect podcast, right, Lee? <laughs> uh, yeah, there is. Who's the perfect podcast? Yours? The Lee Gershman Show? No, we're, we're perfectly idiotic. <laughs> That's true. I'll take that one. All right. Well, no, actually, we're we're better than you think we are. Yeah, I don't. And think I'm talking much. to our audience. We're <laughs> actually better than they think we are. That's awesome. I wish I was better than I think I was. <laughs> man, I go through that every single day. Man, I was just thinking, man, I wish In and Out Burger would freaking have like a uh, delivery. Fuck, I could eat one of those. You right know, I'm um, Apple Tree Burger in New York. I mean, Apple Tree. Market has really, really good burgers, but the best burger in your area is In N Out. People talk about Shake Shack and they talk about Five Guys. Shake Shack is almost as good as In N Out, but Five Guys is not really all that good. Five for Guys 15, is salty as fuck. For $15, man, you could get three burgers at the halal cart in New York, and those guys aren't even experts at doing burgers, but they do really good burgers, believe it or not. Alright, well let's get into the next track that you picked from the Ambition album from 1987 again. This is The Outsider by Tommy Sean, Freeform Rock Podcast.
Okay, that was Outsider by Tommy Shaw. Cool rocking track. And uh, you like that song, Lee? I think that I like the title. <laughs> so so I'm, I'm pretty sure I probably like it. All At right. The title. And now we're going to get to another incarnation of uh, Tommy Shaw. He went with Jack Blades, his damn Yankees partner, to form a band called Shaw and Blades. And they released an album in 1995 called My Hallucination. I'm going to play the title track off that album. So here's My Hallucination on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
Okay, that was my hallucination. Did you ever hear that song, Lee? I actually really, really liked this song. And I would have picked it, but I guess I was being stubborn and picked his solo stuff. But that one song is better than his first three solo albums combined. But yeah. it's it's really it's I liked it a lot. I thought that it was good. Probably Jack Blades brings out the best in Shaw. Yeah, but you didn't like any of the damn Yankees. Um I like the Blades songs. <laughs> Alright, I'm just messing with you, man. Uh, Alright, just like you mess with the salad. But I don't I'm anybody's food. Rested lettuce and no protein. Uh, that's funny. Alright, so now we're going to get to the next track that I picked. Well, I already picked that. We played My Hallucination. Now it's the next track you picked. Which you picked off the 1985 What If album, Reach for the Bottle. Did you pick this song because it reminds you of Reaching for Vodka? That wasn't why, but I'll, I'll pretend it was. I actually thought that it was okay. It, it, it kind of reminded me of my own work. So maybe, yeah, maybe I did pick it for the, the title. But actually, I, I, I think it... it, it it had kind of a bluesy, cool edge to it that, yeah, I, I think that that I dug it. All right, so here is "Reach for the Reach for the Bottle" from the 1985 What If record by Tommy Shaw on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Says something's wrong So you reach for the bottle You live the song Now you stand in the kitchen Fit and you lean You got the heart of a lion You know you're so damn mean Put your hand in the
Reach for the Bottle. I think that's a kick-ass song you picked, Lee. Now we get to a yeah, song that you're probably going to cry that I picked because it's off the album Cornerstone by Styx. Oh, God. Um, um, why, why, why couldn't you pick a song off of 7,800 Degrees? You don't like Bon Jovi. <laughs> I like it better than Cornerstone. <laughs> well, I you think... just want me to mention it. Okay, I'll mention it this once. <laughs> well, I think this song is a kick-ass track. You don't like Love in the Midnight? Uh, is that the song? Yeah, it says, Tell me where my heart is when I'm looking for love in the midnight. No? Uh, I don't remember liking it. Well, I almost picked Man in the Wilderness off of, uh... Grand Illusion, but... Oh my god, why didn't you pick Blue Collar Man? Because everybody knows that fucking song! Well, it's better than Man in the Wilderness! Well, I didn't pick Man in the Wilderness, I picked Love in the Midnight! Well, that's worse! <laughs> Alright, so here's the worst song that Lee hates. Go for a suck song, at least... <laughs> ah, shit. Here's In and Out of Love by Bon Jovi from 7800 Fahrenheit. No, I'm joking. Here's uh, Love in the Midnight... Off a of cornerstone from 1979 by the best band, one of the best bands ever, Sticks with Tommy Shaw. Here we go. 
son of a wise man, maybe the son of a fool, maybe the night for a rendezvous with a woman like you. It's gone too far. I'll take my life into the street. And I can't stop myself. Maybe it's time for a strong man. Maybe it's time to be cool. Maybe I'll take to the boulevard where there's nothing I won't do. Can you tell me where my heart is when I'm looking for love in the midnight? There's a burning in my body and I'm looking for
That was Love in the Midnight off of the great album Cornerstone. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> and now we get to uh, Lee's final track of the 20 best tw- Tommy Shaw songs we think you should hear. You picked another song of Ambition. Are you ready for me? Are you ready for me, Lee? Oh, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm ready for you more than for Shaw, I believe so. All right, so here's a, Are You Ready For Me from the 1987 Ambition album uh, on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Are you ready for me? Are you ready for me? Are you ready? Are you ready? Ready for me?
That was Are You Ready For Me off of Ambition. I love that song, Lee. I don't know why you don't like it. You do like it. I you picked it. I didn't say I didn't like it. I just... I think I probably like some of it. How about that? Okay. That's cool. Well, I like the song. You pick some good. You pick some killer uh, Tommy Shaw tracks, man. I'm proud of you. Uh, you like everything. I don't like everything. I don't like Fair uh, Point you know, Convention. You, you don't like good stuff. I don't like Fair Point Convention. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now here's the, we're gonna. We got the last track, which I almost forgot about this album, but it fucking is a great album. Yeah. Uh, it's from his uh, 1998 album, Seven Deadly Zins. Oh. And this song is the uh, first song on the album called Ocean. So here's Ocean on the Freeform Rock Podcast by Tommy Shaw.
That was Ocean by Tommy Shaw. Did you like that song, Lee? Eh, it's, it's... I have no idea. It's probably better than anything by Billy Ocean. I'll <laughs> give it that much. You don't like Caribbean Queen? Eh, or get out of my dreams and into my car. No, okay. I, I remember my dad um, heard that Billy Ocean was from Jamaica and that he was going to be on this award show. So he went, oh, that sounds interesting. And he went and he heard the um, come into my thing, get out of my car. And he went, ah, shit, <laughs> crap. And he just walked out. All right. So we're done with the 20 songs that we think you should hear by Tommy Shaw. And now we're going to get to our tracks of the week, which are Tommy Shaw orientated also. Yeah, the best stuff he's done, baby. And Lee picked one of his Too hits. Too much time on my hands because it's much better than at least eight of the songs that we already did. Isn't this your like your dream? Isn't this uh, autobiography by you? You have too much time on your hands. Ah, shit. <laughs> I guess so. What are the soap <laughs> operas you like to watch? <laughs> I, I hey hey listen, I used to watch all my children when Kim Delaney was on it. Oh, she she was it. later in NYPD Blue. She played Jenny. And then um, um, Dorothy Lyman played Opal Gardner, and she was Jenny's mom. And Jenny was trying to get married. All right, I'm not going to explain the whole all my children plot to you. I know, I was falling asleep. Okay. I used to watch Days of Our Lives, you know, like then sounds. I used sense. to watch all my children when I got home from high school. Because I only had one class and I got home by noon. So I watched for many, for some years. Man, I like soap operas when they're good. Okay. For the people out there who aren't old enough to remember why we had to watch soap operas, back in the day there were no VCRs, there were no DVD player or Blu-ray or internet. So we had to watch what the fuck was on in the middle of the day, which was fucking nothing except talk shows and soap operas. So fucking sue us. I used to watch Days of Our Lives when I kept, skipped school. So, yeah. only thing on the watch. So And, and my track of the week, oh. I picked from the last Sticks album from 2017, 100 mil, Million Miles From Now, from their album The Mission, which I think is a really cool track. My favorite off their last album. Huh. So here we go with Tommy Shaw, Too Much Time on My Hands, and Tommy Shaw from Sticks, 100 Million Miles from Now, and Sticks from the other song. So two Sticks classics, well, a newer classic and an older classic to go out on a Freeform yeah. Rock podcast. And next week, we will be talking about how we watch Dirt. <laughs> yeah. Well, Lee's pick next week. I got an album that I already want to I got it all planned already. Want me to mention it or wait? Go for it. Ringo Starr, Stop and Smell the Roses. Oh, cool. So we'll be doing Ringo Starr, Stop and Smell the Ro Roses next week. So until next week, say goodbye, Lee. Goodbye. And here you go. Is a, here is Too Much Time on My Hands. T -t 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 too Much Time on Our Hands. 
both of us. We have too much time on our hands. All right, and then 100 million miles from from home from the last Sticks album, The Mission. Here we go, and later guys, later skaters, later dudes, later Take ladies. Here, babies. And, bye. And bye, 30 fans. We love you. Bye.
Just listen to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.